the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. You can hear the program each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Good afternoon. You are listening to the Tim DeMoss Show, AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. And on the app, yep, you can slap that app on your phone, smartphone, tablet, and carry us with you wherever you may go. You're welcome to do so. And encouraged to do so. Kind of cloudy the rest of the afternoon. A little sun. 56 the high for today. Cloudy tonight, low 37. On the cloudy side tomorrow, high of 50. Kansas City 24-17 over the Chargers in Monday Night Football last night. Flyers are at Florida tonight at 7. Tomorrow, Sixers are home, taking on the Knicks at 7 o'clock. A lot going on with the radio station these days. I want to encourage you to go to WFIL.com when you have a moment and look around. There's the Weekend to Remember Marriage Conference this weekend in King of Prussia. And if you happen to want to go to that, there's a $100 off deal per couple. You just type in the keyword weekend and Family Life would be glad to offer that to you. There's also our partnership with Trans World Radio. We're very excited that we're getting closer to the goal. We're just $3,600 shy, so around the 57.5% mark, we're getting there. Uh, just last week, we were you know in the low teens, so we're making some nice progress thanks to those who have helped out. You can do so at 888-988-5656, 888-988-5656. Or click the Trans World Radio banner at WFIL.com. And uh, one other thing, before I forget, speaking of other things going on, we have the Rewards Club going. This is just three of the main things we're doing these days. But that's a chance for you to, uh, uh, to do things like what we did last night. See a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's how Mr. Rogers showed the world how kindness and love can triumph over cynicism. Really enjoyed the film. Saw it last night. Encourage you to take your family to see it. It's not, though, just to clarify, it's not exactly what you might expect Mr. Rogers to be. There's some definite overlap, but there's also, it's, it's really telling two stories. It's telling Mr. Rogers' story, but it's also telling in depth the story of a gentleman named Lloyd and his journey from being a rough guy and all the stuff that he had going on in his life and childhood through changing uh, and, and, the, and the changes that his relationship with Mr. Rogers uh, had. Uh, he is a journalist, and uh, I won't get into it here, but I encourage you to check it out. If you're a Rewards Club member, you could have gone free last night and you could have seen it early because it's not in theaters yet. We do this fairly often. So that's just one benefit. It's actually kind of fun. We'll see people at these movie shows and they, they got it down. They're like, oh, yeah, we're in. Why, you know, why spend for it if you can get a couple tickets free? So one of the benefits of being in the Rewards Club is free screenings. And we'll even send you an email ahead of time to let you know to request your tickets. So check that out. Rewards Club when they get a chance at WFIL.com. We are also glad today, shifting gears, we have in studio with us a special guest, 
And his name is Dave Peterson. Hello, sir. Hi, Timmy. How are you doing? Hey, I, I would rather see the Ford versus Ferrari movie myself. Well, but, you know, uh, <laughs> maybe maybe we can work on those guys to, to, to work with us, too. I'm just kidding you. But it, it's, it's, I heard it's a great movie. I haven't seen it. but Yeah. Well, you're, you uh, have a long history with the radio stations. I and do. you have a long history in the automotive side of I things. I do. Yeah. 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 So we're glad you made the trek over. You used to have a program on WFL, did you not? Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I, I was just looking some statistics up before I came over here. Yeah. We did it. Tom Lucidon and I did it from February 02, 2002 yeah. to August 07. Okay, that's a nice solid five-year 287 run. shows. Wow. You know, and that early on it was live. It was on WFL. Then it went to um, ZZD, I think, for a while, or maybe NTP. But yeah, it was it was on. Uh, but we did we every week we did a new show about cars. That's a lot of that, yeah. well. And so today, one of the reasons I'll say this fairly often, okay, that the program, if folks are just tuning in for the first time, I want you to understand a couple things about this radio show. Number one, um, my hope for this program is that it's helpful for your life. So the best way I think I can be of help, hopefully, is encouraging you to consider the things of God, to consider specifically John three sixteen, where it says, For God so loved the world, he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. And I'm realizing, partly because this is radio and also because radio lends itself to individuals listening at their convenience and in the privacy of their cars or homes, that some people who are listening— uh, listen to the station because they are Christians and they want to grow in their faith or they want to be encouraged or whatever it is, or at least have somewhere they can go and they feel like it's safe uh, and they're not going to be bombarded with stuff that they don't agree with, uh, you know, scripturally speaking. But there are others who are listening because they're investigating the faith. So that's the best way it can help, uh, I believe. But along with that, there are other ways we can help. And uh, sometimes that's because we're doing something simply with a local angle, just to tackle things that people are aware of in their community. Sometimes it could be information that's helpful for you, like just reminding you about daylight savings or whatever it might be. And then there are, there are other aspects, too, like on a day like today, where Dave Peterson from Brian or Chevrolet is in with us to talk cars, among other things. Yes. And, and you have yep. a lot of info. This has been your life. It has. I actually, um, when I was 15, I knew what I wanted to do with the rest of my life. And that's true. Wow. I knew I love cars. I wanted to fix cars for a living. I mean, I, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be the best I could be. And then my career has, you know, kind of morphed from that to in the management part of the de- dealership, and then eventually the dealer. But I just, I just love cars. I knew, I knew when I was fifteen. Hmm. You know? Well, we're going to take a quick break, and then I want people to understand the rest of the hour is going. To, I have a few questions to ask and all that, and. So we're going to cover some ground. You happen to check a number of boxes. You're, you love the Lord, so we can talk about mm-hmm. your faith, yep. your testimony. Yep. You know your stuff because you've been doing it your whole life. And you're local. So it's kind of neat to have that opportunity. Uh, our general manager here, one of the missions that he wanted our station to have definitely is more and more built into our community. So it's neat to have that opportunity to do that today with the show. And in general, we do try and do that as much as we can. So we'll go to our first Sounds break. Good. And if folks want to call in as you listen, just you listen and learn. That's all good. <sighs> Uh, but you can also call in. If you're listening in to one of the things we're talking about, like, hey, explain that more to me. Like, we're going to talk about electric cars during our chat, for example, and where that's at these days, and maybe uh, the autonomous thing later on, and whatever else. Feel free to call in 800-560-WFIL during the hour, 800-560-9345, or you can text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683, or you can email a question in to Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Back with more in just a moment. Tim DeMoss Show on WFIL. 
You're listening to a podcast of The Tim DeMoss Show, heard weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Billy Oceans, get out of my dreams, get into my car. As we talk cars today. (laughs) Dave Peterson from Briner Chevrolet is with us as we chat about vehicles today. We're going to learn. And uh, let's let's jump in for a second. Um, For you, you you said before the break, at age 15, you knew you wanted what you want to do as a living. So share about that and also because... my understanding is you started in this car thing long before 15 even, right? Weren't you sweeping the floor, at least hanging out at the, hanging out at the dealership? They had me, yeah. They had me actually in, in the parts department cleaning bit, parts bins, stocking parts away and all that. So, yeah, it's just been it, it, in my family. And my grandfather was, you know, the, the original dealer back in 1928. So wow. it just went through the family, you know, about 90 years now, so. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. So you were down there doing that, but then mm-hmm. at fifteen, what was what was the turning point? You know? the, the turning point was my uncle forced me to go into our used car department, and start learning how to fix cars. And when I, I knew the first day I was doing it, I, I just loved it. I just loved it. Hmm. And the more I did it, the more I wanted to learn. And I, I studied. I went to to Spring Garden Institute early on, which became Automotive Training Center. Got bought out while I was there. Yeah, and got a degree out of there, and then just went back and it just fixed cars for a living for a long time paid the mortgage that's what i did my dad was the dealer then but yeah and then got into into a shop foreman and service manager and then, then eventually the dealer when my dad passed so yeah how long yeah. have you been the dealer of O'Briner? about 10 years now okay yeah i guess they like me chevy <laughs> gm but well yeah part of the listening in experience too has to do with that progression but also because uh, yeah. because there's stuff that people can learn just about vehicles in general from you just your experience because you've done all those different things, including, uh, you know, all those different departments. But things have changed over the, over the years with the automobile in general, obviously. Mm-hmm. And eventually we want to get to talking about electric cars and things like that. But what have you seen over the years, even as a kid to, to an adult? What major shifts have you seen? Even if you had to highlight things like, you know, automatic transmission versus when manual came in versus or diesel and gas and fuels that are used and stuff like that. No, the biggest thing that, that's happened to automobiles is electronics by far, has okay. changed everything, yeah. has made them fuel efficient, they run clean. You can darn near, don't do this, anybody, <laughs> but you can darn near breathe what comes out the tailpipe of engines nowadays. Wow. Gasoline, it is so clean. Hmm. It's, it's, it's shocking. What, but it's all because of electronics, and electronics only has okay. caused the, the, the car to ch- totally change, totally change. Can you remember a story along the way where a new development came along because uh, – and it was just like, wow! I can't believe that we're doing that with the car now. Yeah, for example, easy one is, is the, and probably one of the earliest ones was um, we went from points in, in engines all at points condenser. That's the way they spark got to the spark plugs yeah. to electronic ignition. And to a lot of the older guys, I was a young guy then, but to a lot of the older guys, that was like <laughs> scared them, and they didn't know what to do. You know, yes, you know. And I, I studied it was easy, I thought, but. I just said, calm down, dude. You got, we'll get it. You'll get it. It's not that hard. Points, it does the same thing as points. So, yeah. Anyhow, but that was, that was one, of the, one of the big changes that happened early, 
back in the early, early 70s. Okay. 800 560 WFIL, by the way. If you'd like to give a quick call in at some point during our time together, Dave Peterson from Briner Chevrolet is with us, and we are uh, chatting cars today a little bit. We want to chat about your faith, too, because that mm-hmm. plays a, you know, yeah. a role, big role oh, in yeah. what you do, what you do. But you kind of went down that road, so let's go with it for a little bit here. Electric cars and trucks, uh, I guess EVs collectively, mm-hmm. electronic vehicles. Yeah. So, it's actually electric vehicles. As well. Electric yeah. vehicles. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so electric vehicles. What is it at its core? You know, because people might just think you know what it is and what it isn't. There's different types. Okay. The the hybrid car. You hear about hybrids all the time. Plug-in hybrids and all that. Yeah. A hybrid car. I mean, there's variations of this. I'm just being general, but okay. hybrid cars are vehicles that have an engine, a, a traditional gas engine, and okay. but have an electric motor to help them to make them more fuel efficient. Okay. Because you get an electricity boost with an electric motor. Full electric cars are a car with a battery pack and an electric motor only. Now, the advantage of a full electric car is there's no engine. That means no maintenance, no oil changes, no filters, right? Really? Yeah. See, I was going to get. You're getting ahead. I have questions for you here, but you're you're. Into so it. I mean, that, that's and the big another huge or maybe bigger than the engine is there's no transmission. How many people put raise your hands have had a transmission replaced or overhauled or? Sure. There's no transmission. Electric motors have enough power. As soon as you power them up, yeah, you don't need a transmission. They go from zero to to eight thousand RPM with maximum torque. From the get go, from zero, so no transmission required. Huge, huge. Wow. So, wow. Okay, so now there is. I think people are familiar with with the hybrid term, mm-hmm. of course. So, but that's that, uh, that just means electric backup for the gasoline engine. So you're still putting gas in the car for with a hybrid. Hybrid, but right. the electric full electric is you got to plug these suckers in at night or during the day. No, but the hybrid part. Like, like you know, I happen to own a hybrid, mm-hmm. and it gets super quiet. In fact, I've left it on. I've gone into work or home and come out several hours later and realize the car was still on because it was so quiet. Yeah. Then it'll kick up, and then it gets quiet. So I, I actually – people will say, oh, so do you, do you plug this in? I'm like, uh, no. Well, what's the hybrid? I'm like, I don't know, but I get good gas mileage with it. <laughs> no, but because you have, an, you have an electric motor back helping – propel the car along with the gas engine okay now some of them have start stop technology now where you come to a traffic light engine shuts off yeah it knows it knows your foot's on the brake the car's not moving engine shuts See, I think off. that happens to me when i pull yeah, up you probably have that technology on just, the car too right push tap the gas and it starts right up and you go well compare then then for a second you, you mentioned some advantages for electric cars and maybe before i ask you that question the advantages disadvantages or whatever where are we in the continuation? Because part of this is an education process for myself, for listeners. Right. That you know, you, we're we're all on the road, so we might be looking around and like, you know, who's in what car and who's doing what. So it affects us, just like someone on their cell phone. Maybe you don't, you know, text and drive, but somebody else does. So you got to be ready for what's happening. Oh yeah. So when it comes to just in terms of how prevalent EVs, electric vehicles, are right now, they're not. They're not. I mean, there's probably two or three percent, including. The car type of car you drive are okay. electric-fied or elect, full electric vehicles. So there's not a lot yet. The but, problem is yeah. the problem is filling the batteries with electricity. It takes at least minimum two hours. So okay. right, right. Well, that's what, a, how long does it take at a gas station with a traditional car? Right. Sure. Fifteen uh, minutes. Uh, yeah. You know, 
And if we had 90% of the cars, all of a sudden, you'd say the good Lord flipped a key and everybody's got an electric car today. Yeah. You, there's no, you would not find a place to, to charge them. There's right. just not enough of them around. Sure. So sure. it'd be a huge problem. Plus, probably the grid would melt down anyhow. <laughs> right. So. Well, that's where it's heading. But it, uh, so very we, slow. It's heading. It's w- heading there. Would you say that it's, it's starting to become a thing where you think that electric vehicles are going to eventually take at least a chunk of the market? Ten, Mid- year, ten years from now, you'll probably see maybe 30%. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. So it's going to be a very slow metamorphosis into, the, into electricity. Look, battery technology is not there yet either. Okay. No, you can get 200 miles maybe if you're lucky. If you got the air on in the summer, that probably drops it back sure. 15%. Sure. The real expensive electric cars get maybe 400, they say. I, I doubt that. Okay. But then you've got to pull over and plug that baby in somewhere. You've got to find a place. It's a thing called what, what manufacturers call mileage, mileage anxiety. You start to see your meter in the car going down, getting close to 5%. Right. And then you start hunting to find where I can plug this thing in. I mean, get, traditional cars are, are – are, we're just set up for traditional cars right now. The, the in, mindset, in, in sure. the way, And the way the, it operates, our, our economy and everything operates. So. Yeah. Dave Peterson, Reiner Chevrolet, is our guest uh, in studio today. We're chatting cars and uh, specifically right now electric vehicles and what's involved with them, where they're at. We're going to talk a bit a more about that as well as – uh, perhaps autonomous cars is part of the future. And if you have a question, you're welcome to chime in at 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Or if you want to send a quick text at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Or you can email Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. If you're like me, I'm happy listening. I'm learning as we go. <laughs> it's a Tim DeMoss Show, AM560, WFIL, and WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast with AM560 WFIL and WFIL.com. Oh, yeah. AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. You can drive my car. Rumor has it Paul McCartney is going to do a version of Drive My EV, my electric vehicle. (laughs) Perhaps an updated version. Probably not. Uh, maybe not. Maybe someone else can come up with a version of that. We're chatting with Dave Peterson from uh, Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown, who also uh, supports our station with the Christmas Mortgage Miracle. So thank you for doing that. You bet. And also yep. for the uh, the gift cards we do that. Mm-hmm. And that helps yep. just build our relationship with our audience a bit. Uh, and today, uh, I love having you uh, you know, here because you know a lot about the automotive industry and a chance to share and educate folks. And we've been talking uh, partly recently about electric cars uh, and, and trucks, EVs collectively, uh, because I think electric, I mean, electric trucks are also, they're are they all, a thing yet? They're coming. They're coming. Okay. And I'm talking big ones. The big boys. Doesn't it, doesn't it sound like a, what's the word? Uh, like a, like a, that can't be true. What's the word? contradiction like a paradox like sort of like a but, muscle truck and but don't forget don't forget the electric motors no transmission they and they'll uh, they'll run a real quick yeah sure a diesel diesel locomotive going down the tracks pulling a freight train yeah that's electric motors moving that the diesel engine is just generating electric yeah that's sort really? of a hybrid a hybrid vehicle the original you know yeah they're electric motors moving the the, the uh, diesel engine that's pulling all the all the freight. Interesting. Yeah. 100% torque as soon as you give them, give them electricity. All right. So. so so you were saying, and I want to get into a little bit of the pros and cons of an electric vehicle specifically. You kind of mentioned it, like they're, they're the issues of 
how, you know, how long it takes to char- charge the thing in the first yep. place. Yep. Minimum well, two hours. Okay. Minimum. Plus, once you're on the road, obviously, if you want to take a trip to California, visit the Aunt Gertrude or whatever, you need some some opportunities along the way. You, you, can you? you there, there's the a host? website. There's a website you can go on. There's a national website. Okay. We have a, a, a charging station out in front of Briners. For it'll take two cars for somebody that's getting stuck. I just thought it was a good thing to do for the community. Okay. Now we had one. Like having an air, like having an, a, an air pump at a gas station, like you sort of, yeah, it, right. yeah. But it, I mean, it costs money. It's all yeah. electricity. But sure. I thought for the community, good thing. Well, doesn't one of our Tesla owners in the community figure it out? And he, he's in there charging his car every other day. Walks away, gets on the train, and goes to Philly. So I put this note. I said, "What are you doing?" I said, "This is for." I mean, you know what I mean? It's just <laughs> most yeah. charging stations have a credit card. Okay. You got to put a credit card. Well, in. and that's a great point because on, I would think if you ask me, okay, I'm going to go from not driving a gas-powered car to an electric car. The inconvenience, yes, I would expect it would take time to to power up, and I'd have to remember to do it and everything. Can't get go to work in the morning. Oh, no one plugged it in. Oh, so you better plug it in at night, right? But I don't know. About, what about the cost of charging your car? Because people might think they're saving. Tons of money, no gas. Well, sure, but electricity is not free. Totally free, no, right? No, at all? No. So, how much use does there's it take? An e, there's an E type, uh, uh, like just like pricing system they use for electricity. Okay. They, I don't know this for a fact. They, they tell me just reading some of the General Motors stuff and all that. Yeah. It's slightly less than gasoline when it gasoline is two ninety a gallon. So. The electricity is a hair less now as gasoline starts to go up. Say we have it goes up to four bucks a, a gallon. Right, again. then it's a, a clear. To me, win. that's not the issue though. The, the the issue is keeping the battery full. You're certainly in, living in the Midwest are not going to do, do an electric car. I I wouldn't think the way the commutes too, too the, rural. You mean? Yeah, the commutes are 120 miles in Texas to work, and they, you know they're going right. 90 mile an hour. So. There's a yeah. time and place for electric cars, no doubt. Okay. And you're going to see more and more of them. And if they ever have a huge breakthrough in battery technology, then that changes everything too. But. So to that end, though, you would you would think that the growth of electric vehicles would be more sh- people who are driving suburbs from yeah. here to the mall. Yeah. And- perfect. It's perfect. You never get on. Look, are you going to go on vacation with one? I don't think so. Not yet. The only vehicle you could, you can, yeah. do is the Chevy Volt best kept secret in in the history of of the automobile industry that had a little it's like a train like a diesel engine yeah that had a little gas engine generator gas gasoline that when your battery charge would get too low the little generator started up and you just keep on driving okay best kept i don't know why why they stopped making them not enough people are buying. See, electric cars are about forty thousand, forty-five thousand too for the base cars. Okay, expensive, you know. But then, so it's, what's interesting to me is I do think, and for those just tuning in, we're chatting with Dave Peterson over at Brian Chevrolet in Jenkintown, and today we are talking about cars, which I know relatively little about. I know how to change the air filter and how to put air in my tires. A couple other things. I'm not really. I know where the cup holder is for my coffee. <laughs> right yeah so but uh, that's why i love i love talking to people smarter than i am so i can learn so uh but i would have guessed that somebody would investigate an electric vehicle because they think it will save them in cost of running the vehicle but you're saying well no no well no no i mean the gas like no no I, I mean the gas part the fuel part but you're saying the fuel part at least all things being equal right now they're comparable pretty close but the bigger the bigger win 
much bigger win would be the fact that you don't have an engine and a transmission to maintain over time. Period. So that's not going to fail. You have to revisit. That's three, five thousand a pop. You oil? Know. No. No oil changes? No. None of those no. things? No. Crazy it's, stuff. It's, no, it is. It is. But, um, electric vehicles, you're not going to see, I don't think, for another 10 years, really starting to, to get into the, yeah. more and more and more of them. Okay. And running around here, it's fine. I mean, Do you, so let me ask you this. Do you think that – so it, at least how they stand now, if I'm out driving around, can I tell what an electric vehicle looks like by visually? Basically not. Unless, you get, unless you're really sharp and you can see the charge port on the fender on the front, you know, where yeah. you plug them in. But physically, they're they're, they're made of the same they look the stuff. Same. Look the same. They're already among us. They I don't are. Even know. They are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go one step further to the autonomous ones. That, right? That's almost... a whole nother bag. Okay. I, I, I mean, that's a totally different issue. But all right. Well, before we do that, no, okay. Let me do a quick uh, forecast today, just to be, make sure we get this in here. Kind of cloudy. A little sun still. Fifty six. Eventually, sun sets. Of course, as it tends to do, as God has set things up. Cloudy low of thirty seven tonight. Still kind of cloudy tomorrow, high 50. Monday night football last night, Kansas City 24-17 over the Chargers. Little known fact, maybe, on our sister station, uh, 990 News Talk, uh, it's, it's Philadelphia's uh, AM 990. The answer, uh, Chris Tegall is our new morning guy, just been coming on board. And I mentioned this because yesterday, it's kind of cool, sidebar story, uh, the very last caller of the show yesterday I think her name was Rochelle. She won a gift card. And uh, and she was mentioning, oh, I, I didn't know you were on the air anymore, Tim. I remember you from the 990 days. And that's where you and I yeah, know each right, other from. Right. used to be on 990 when it was Christian music and, and teaching and talk. And then now it's it's uh, the conservative news talk side of things. And at the very end, she's like, yeah, I heard you got Chris Tegall on there. That's great. Now I know you have a show. I'll be, I can listen. You know, I was like, I'm happy. You know, I was like, oh, great. I'm glad we reconnected. So just drawing that circle of uh, a full – he. Uh, uh, Chris comes in. He's a big uh, Chiefs fan. He wears the Chiefs red proudly. But he's from Kansas City. He's yeah. been in Philly for about ten years now. So we're glad to have Chris on board, and hopefully he'll he'll sit where you're sitting and, and introduce himself to the FIL audience more yep. in the days yep. to come. Flyers at Florida tonight at seven. Sixers home tomorrow against the Knicks, also at seven. So Dave Peterson's with us, and Brian uh, Chevrolet over in Jenkintown, and we're talking uh, now the autonomous cars. Are, are we good to move that direction for a minute? The self-autonomous. You can if we want. You want it's to? It's a little scary. Well, I think it is, and I, I think the autonomous cars are more like 30 years out, maybe more. Okay, the, good. The technology's not See, how do you proven. even – they, even... they have them running around certain cities, you know, picking up people and moving them, you know, in, in the cities, but – It feels it's... like that's the kind of thing that really needs They've... some, like, how do you test that, you know? It's, well, oh, well, that one didn't some, work. They've Let's... had some tragedies with them. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, accidents, people. The, the, the one vehicle is a Tesla. A tractor trailer went by in front of the car as it was going. You know, you're supposed to monitor the vehicle when it's being driven autonomously, but some yes. people don't. It, it saw this white tractor trailer and thought it was the horizon. Hmm. Missed clouds and, and missed it. And the thing plowed right into the tractor trailer, into the trailer wow. part. And, and the guy got killed. So. It's it's uh, you know all the stakeholders that are the guys that are designing and all this yeah the, the electronics and all the all the stuff for that think they're they're right on the horizon they're not they are not folks I'm just telling you they're not self autonomous though would they be gas fuel either or, fuel versus electric probably electric okay so that adds another level of complexity as soon mm-hmm. as electric cars get learned better probably helps this the cause of a yep. autonomous yep yep but. You're not going to you're not going to see that much of it. Are they on the road? Are they legal? 
there's some cities, yes, they have to get you know they have to get the city uh, councils and all to approve it, or state legislatures to approve it. But they have some test fleets running now. General Motors does. So if I wanted to go buy, a, is it technically a self-autonomous vehicle? Yeah. yeah. Self-autonomous. Okay. Or autonomous. Autonomous. I can yeah. say autonomous, so I'm not thing. missing something? No. Nope, nope. Okay, so if I want to buy an autonomous vehicle, I can't you right can't. now? No. Cannot okay. be done. But there are some on the road that are just being tested. No one, no, no U.S. citizen owns it, an autonomous vehicle? I might, I might back uh, change that and say Tesla has them. Okay. Tesla has them. But they say, sit there and be ready to drive. Okay. So, so is that autonomous? Um, maybe, maybe right. not. Ha- have you... Have you uh, have you heard um, much about why someone wants a self-autonomous or an autonomous vehicle? I, I'm just thinking if I had one and it worked, well, let's say it worked well and right. there were no, very few bugs, well, would it be so I can sleep longer on the way to work, so I can yeah, eat my breakfast, sure. so I can study, get work some on your time? laptop, what, you know, like a like a cab, <clears throat> like a cab yeah, or yeah. a lift ride or something, but you just show up and, and 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 the other thing they're touting about these is that it, it'll drop you off at work, yeah, then you can rent it out. People can hail it, and it can work all day for you if you own it, right? It'll go pick people crazy. up, move people around. So that's crazy. But that's, I'm telling you, it's third, that's 30 years out, I, I believe. I, I just don't Yeah, but see the it. idea, I mean, who would have thought yeah. a lot of things that are, that are happening? Uh, We've got Bruce on the line here. Let's go to the phones, and uh, Bruce has a question. Hello, Bruce. How you doing? Well, actually, I have a comment and a question, if you don't mind. First, sure. First, I want to thank uh, Brian or Chevrolet for all the, the uh, giveaways they uh, give away, and, and I, I'm appreciative of that. Thank you. And... Uh, uh, I do have a, a qu- couple, actually, a couple questions. I, uh, the resale value on um, uh, hybrids is as high as combustion engines. As I, as I heard, they may be lower. It's lower. Um, yeah, lower. But well, and, let me let me uh, jump in real quick. What if the what if if gas prices went up to four dollars a gallon or five dollars? That, that, that may change that scenario. Then that's right. That's right. So you wait, you, you'd want to resell a hybrid when the gas prices have jumped but, up. But right at this point, he's right. The caller's right. The, the, re, the resale value, the trade-in value of those are are uh, uh, no, shorter th- than yeah. th- than a gasoline car. Okay. Most people don't. They don't. You know, don't want them. They they don't work well. Okay. For for a lot of people. So. Okay. And so go ahead. Keep going. Well, I actually do have another question. Yeah. I, I'm not too sure if you know or not. Is there a uh, I guess maybe a theoretical limit on how much battery technology can go when it comes to vehicles. I lithium-ion batteries, what cars have now, electric cars have now. Yeah. I I honestly believe you're going to see a breakthrough. I don't know. It might be five years. Could be two years. They're working on it mm-hmm. because I mean, you, you look, nothing's for free. You, you can only get so much storage out of a battery unless there's some huge electronic breakthrough. Sure, same with our phones or whatever else. Yeah, you yeah. Can get increased charge time and all that. But what that is, I don't know. I mean, nobody knows. But currently, currently for the back on the electric vehicle deal, it, it, two to four hundred miles is a typical range right now. Would you say? Yeah, dependent on what vehicle. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, thanks for calling. Where, where are you calling in from today? By the way. Well, I, I live in Mount Holly, okay. New Jersey. Excellent. Good Thanks place. for taking yeah. time to check in. You bet. Thanks. Okay, and thank you for answering my questions. You're welcome. Sure thing. Have a great day. We're going to take a quick break here. We'll come back and continue our conversation. Dave Peterson, Briner Chevrolet is in with us. We're talking cars. We're also going to talk about your faith and how that plays into your daily practices. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it matters a lot. 
your, your walk with the Lord. Uh, if you do want to call in and ask uh, Mr. Peterson a question, 800-560-WFIL is the number, 800-560-9345. Uh, or you can text in 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Or you can email Timmy D, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in today. Back with more in just a moment. It's WFIL. Live and local. It's the Tim DeMoss Show, weekday afternoons 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Our podcast continues. AM 560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Fun song from Tom Cochran and Life is a Highway also is in the Cars movie. Rascal Flatts did a version of that. We're chatting oh, with yeah. Dave Peterson, Brian or Chevrolet. You know, yeah, you know you've seen those movies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, Cars. Rascal Flatts, too. I mean, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, over Briner Chevrolet, Dave Peterson, our guest, we're glad to have him in studio with us. Um, sponsors the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, also helps with the gift cards we do. So we're grateful for that partnership. And I love having Dave uh, on the phone. I've done this over the years a number of times, and just Dave knows a lot. So it's you learn. Uh, we actually have a caller here, uh, Pat from Woodbury, checking in. Hi, Pat. Oh. Hey, Hello. you guys. There? Hey, Pat, how you Hi, doing? Pat. I'm fine. What's going on? Well, the question I had was, and I don't know if anybody else asked the question yet or not, I had wondered how the electric cars would have an impact on pollution, um, you know, as far as driving an electric car. Hmm. Good question. Okay. Electric cars themselves don't pollute at all. But. Okay. But you got to charge them. Now, where's the electricity come from? coal-fired okay. nuclear, well, hardly any nukes left, fired plants. So what I'm afraid of is if, if this goes too fast, the electric grid will not be able to handle it anyhow, and you have all kinds of problems okay. with being able, you know, being able to supply all these people charging cars. Imagine gas stations or charging stations. It takes two hours. You have lines of people backed up sure. if it went too fast. So they they do not pollute at all, but... Yeah. But the electricity pollutes to produce it. So unless we had all nuclear plants in the United States, which we don't, they're yeah. all they're all petroleum fired up, gas or 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 um, you know. Well, it, it, is that uh, also a function of if it grew at the right rate, it uh, could be handled so that the? I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Time will tell that. But but they answered a question to our caller. It's they yeah. they don't pollute. At all. The cars themselves, right. which is a big plus. But the electricity is being generated somewhere. You're transferring the pollution somewhere else, you know. So okay. what, the, what the difference is, I mean, is it cleaner anyhow? Not sure. I don't know. But there is pollution involved with electric cars. That's a great question, Pat. Thanks for calling in. Question. Oh, sir? Yes. Hello? Yeah. Would you, okay, so would, what, would you drive an electric car or would you drive... A uh, car, you know, a, a car that you have to get gas. I, so, me personally, I, yeah. I like it. Uh, electric cars not functional enough enough for me. Functional oh, enough okay. for me. I meant to say, okay. just because it's the mileage anxiety thing. Where are you going to charge mm. it as, it as the meter's going down right. to zero? But eventually, if okay. they were, if they were, if you could charge in, let's say, you know, fifteen minutes, right. and 
And that may happen. Which what people do when they go to Wawa, they park their cars, yep, they, they fill up, and they go in for 15 yep, minutes yep. while they make their hoagie. And then they come out, and then, you know, people are like, would you move your car, please? But no, then, I, <laughs> then I, I would, I'd be happy to have an electric vehicle. I would, case, I, I would, sure. So the right sure. set of circumstances, it could yeah. be. And technology, okay. yeah. So Good question, okay, though. Thank you very much. You bet. Thank you. Thanks, Pat. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. 800-560-WFIL. If you'd like to check in, 800-560-9345. Dave Peterson's our guest in studio today, uh, sponsoring the Christmas Mortgage Miracle and the gift cards we give away each day, which is a lot of fun. And uh, owner-operator over at Briner Chevrolet in Jenkintown. Um, we've been talking about vehicles a lot. We can still do some of that. But I think it's really important that people know. Uh, from a testimony standpoint, you love the Lord a lot, and uh, just share with you, you know, how you came to know the Lord and and how that plays into your business practice day to day. When I was a child, I would go to my grandparents' farm in up upstate New York, my where my dad came from, right? Every every Sunday, and and Sunday night as a kid. Now, from my, I was like age seven to fourteen, maybe. Okay, I spent a month, month and a half, two months up there on the farm, working the farm. Learning a lot about tractors and mechanics and all that, but we'd go to Memphis Baptist Church, where there's a little town right right near the where the farm was called Memphis, and we'd go to Memphis Baptist. And you you actually called out this Bible verse. I'd sit there and look, and right behind the preacher in this old wooden, tall wooden church was John three sixteen. Yeah. So over the years, I read it and read it and read it. Well, when I was fourteen, my dad took my brother and I to the Billy Graham Crusade in Philly. At the, I think it was the old convention center down in Philly. Wow! And I was sitting up there. The invitation came. I was sitting up there, and I guess from my experience with my going to church with my parents, and then the experience up at my grandparents' farm, sitting in Memphis Baptist, something. I, I wasn't going. I grabbed a hold of those those handles on the on the chair there, or the you know the bleachers yeah. or whatever. And yeah. no, 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 I am not going. The Lord grabbed a hold of me <laughs> and took. I went, and I, I there's no way I would have. But so, and how old were you then? I was fourteen. Okay. So I, I went down and did the, went through the Billy Graham training. You know, there's a, there, back in the day that you know was, there was courses you took and all that. And that, that's actually how I got saved and wow. changed my life. I mean, you know, and and then we, I, I, if if you're really if you're truly a born again believer, yeah, you run your life like that, and you run your business like that, and you're there to help people and help mission. We help missionaries out a lot. Yeah. When they come back on furlough to get them some wheels so they can go out and visit, so that's just what we do. I don't yeah. brag about that. I'm not brag. I, that's not what I'm trying to do here. But right. it's just the right thing to do, and that's what we do there. So yeah. So give one example as as for those just tuning in. You know, Dave Peterson has has grown up. That's a the dealership's fourth generation, and you've grown up. You know, from doing sweeping the floors, whatever, mechanic and sales and shop manager and all the other things to to to, to the dealer. A portion of things mm-hmm. but so and you have a large staff of folks there um so uh, i'm not going to put words in your mouth but i'm guessing you know people from all backgrounds work for you sure. but the but the idea of you're behind it you know what's an example of trying to help uh your what your faith in the lord is about how that plays out in a particular is there a particular aspect of how you run things that that's clear. Everybody integrity the, or whatever. Everybody in the dealership understands who I am and what we're about and what my family is about. They yeah. know. Okay. They know. They see what we do for the church <laughs> and for missionaries and church vehicles, and they just know. Yeah. And they don't hear any 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 language. Yeah. Know? They just know. They get it. Yeah. And I want them to get it because you know they understand that's the way we run the dealership too. Right. We, with full integrity. If we make a mistake with a customer, dude, I'm breaking the check back. 
Yeah. I, I, there's no fighting and harassing. I don't do that. <laughs> right, right. And I've been blessed over the years. You know, we've had some struggles during some of the lean times. You know, with the Chevy when Chevy went bankrupt. And remember that? Yeah, sure. That, that was that was tough. But yeah, oh, he always uh, watched out for us. And yeah, so that's great. We're going to take one final break, and then we'll come back wrap things, uh, wrap things up with Dave Peterson from Reiner. And uh, if you have a question you want to throw in, whether it's about electric vehicles or it's about the uh, autonomous cars we were tapping into there a little bit, or just in general. Leasing, uh, whatever, anything. Yeah, leasing, that's the topic we didn't even talk about. We could chat with Tap on There's that. There's tons of them. Here. Yeah, there's plenty <laughs> to do. We'll go to our final break. We'll come back and continue our chat. If you want to jump in, it's 800-560-WFIL, 800-560-9345. Or you can text at 610-500-DOVE, 610-500-3683. Or you can email timmyd, T-I-M-M-Y-D, at WFIL.com. Back in just a minute with more. It's WFIL. Have a guest you'd like to hear on the Tim DeMoss Show on AM560 WFIL? Email D at WFIL.com. 453 on the Tim DeMoss Show, AM560 WFIL, WFIL.com. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks to everyone who's also helped out in our partnership with Transworld Radio. You can help out still. We're just $3,600 or so shy of the goal. And you can help out at uh, WFIL.com by clicking the Transworld Radio banner. We're trying to provide uh, basically what you're enjoying here, hopefully, which is radio for all of Nigeria. There's a 200,000-watt AM transmitter in West Africa that once it's ready to have the switch flicked on, uh, it'll help reach the seventh largest country in the world with a population mm-hmm. of over 200 million people. And, uh, yeah, so thanks to all who have helped out. David in Philadelphia did a $100 gift. We had John and Cherry Hill do a $1,000 gift. We also had Brandon and Philly do a $20 gift. So it all adds up. The big Amazing. gifts are nice, but I like small gifts, too. I, I just think it's great that people can participate however they yeah. can. So thank you to those who have. Uh, and, again, you can do that. Or you can call 888 5656 Dave Peterson has uh, been kind enough to swing by the studio. We love having him here. Owner-operator over at Briner Chevrolet in Chenkintown. They help provide gift cards for us. We give away, and it's, it's a fun thing. And also sponsoring the Christmas Mortgage Miracle, which is a really cool contest. It's our most popular one of the year. Uh, and in our few moments that we have left, um, you talked about leasing there for a second beforehand. Maybe give a, a just a quick bullet point in your mind about for those who consider leasing versus you know buying yeah. why they might do one or the other and there's a lot that you could say about each of those i'm sure but there is leasing is not for people that are going to put a lot of miles on their vehicle okay well, fifteen thousand a year max okay i mean you can do it at least with more you're going to pay for it. you're going to pay up the mileage for the mileage yeah okay so leasing um is a good thing because you have no maintenance, really, virtually nothing. While when you're in your lease term, two two years, three years, yeah, there's really it's under warranty. So you change your oil, you know, first oil's changed free anyhow with GM cars. Okay, and then you might change your oil two times and put state inspection stickers on, and that's about it. You're not going to have any repairs. Okay, so that's that's is that fairly standard as long as your lease is a shorter yeah. two to three years, and most of them are. Okay. Most of them are. So. And that allows you to change things up, like if you want to try different kinds of vehicles. That's, that, that's my next point. Okay. You, you can get in, in, into new cars every two or three years. And if you're that type of person, I mean, it, it's right. magnificent, you know? Right. And the payments a month are less than a buy. So okay. the only thing is you never have any equity. Right. You don't own anything, so Nothing. you can't sell it after. No, you're just going to make payments the rest of your life. Okay. Or bite the bullet and buy a car. Right, right. right. 
And, and a lot of business, you can use it use those for write-offs. It's an easier to write-off leases than, than purchasing a car. So, so if you're a business owner, yeah, you, you make, might, might want to make sense. That. might make sense. And they, they have leases tailored for business people that put miles on. That You know, they're okay. running 50,000 miles. So they could year. actually have a lease contract that mm-hmm. allows yep. for a higher mileage. Yes. Yeah. But it's 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 the fact of of you're you're able to write off three quarters of it. Okay, you know you got to prove it in sure. a logbook and all that. But yeah, right, especially so. if a lot of a fleet yeah. operation, maybe on the highway sure. or whatever. Leasing is not for everybody. It's yeah. not. So what would the opposite be? Obviously, the the, the positives of, of buying a car out, you know, outright or whatever it might be, would be that you have the equity in it. That'd be you have the, equity the in it. One? You have your your monthly payments are definitely going to be higher. Okay. You know, so, but you you could theoretically make it last if you maintain it well. Sure, I mean cars nowadays nothing to go one hundred and fifty thousand, two hundred thousand miles, ten years, eleven, twelve, thirteen years. Yeah, cars are just much better nowadays. But you're going to have repairs. I mean, you know, where sure. the, if you keep leasing, it's not an issue. No repairs. But it, like you said, it's more about the circumstance a person's in and their their given situation rather yes. than one's definitely a, a wiser thing. Or from a spiritual standpoint, a better stewardship, uh, which way is better to go. Yeah. It would be maybe more of a question to encourage people who are listening to talk to uh, someone who can educate them. So they make, a, a, for lack of a better term, a godly decision, as as, godly, as, as, you know, as wise a decision as they can be. Yeah, because you got to look at your finances, personal, what, what's going on in your world, you know. Yeah, sure. But they have enough information right now to kind of make a decision. Yeah. Do you like to drive a new car every two years, that type of thing? And sure. You don't want to have any maintenance, you know, virtually none. Virtually yeah. none. So that's good. And it's trouble free. It's maybe easier on the your mind or your right. anxiety, right. you know, because you got a car, bring a new car that they don't break down typically. So yeah. Well, it's been so, great having you in. Yeah, thanks. Learned it's a been lot. Fun. This is fun. Yeah, it's yeah. a lot of fun. And it's it's also, just for folks tuning in, uh, again, Dave Peterson from Brander Chevrolet, if you want to get the podcast of this, it'll be up on you know our site in the next hour or two, and you can listen in uh, and, re- and recap some of the stuff. During the hour, we talked about uh, a, you know, a little bit of the history of the automobile and, and some changes that have happened. We spent a lot of time talking about electric vehicles, where they're heading, self-driving vehicles as well, a little bit less mm-hmm. on that, but we did talk about that. Talked about leasing here at the end, and uh, in the middle there, also your testimony and your walk with the Lord and how that factors into your day-to-day. So, covered a lot of ground. We did. I'm going to lie down. I'm tired. We did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Yeah. So, uh, thanks again, Dave, for stopping by. My pleasure. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, we're looking forward to, to doing the show again tomorrow. Uh, pray for the program, if you would. We appreciate that for sure. And the radio station. We covered your prayers to be wise and to seek God as, as we do the things that we do here. Speaking of prayer, we're going to pass the baton now to Jim Maxim, Acts 413 Ministries. He leads in prayer next in WFIL. Thanks for listening to the Tim DeMoss Show podcast. Feel free to tune in to the full show each weekday afternoon from 4 till 5 on AM 560 WFIL and at WFIL.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.